News Nation This Hour, I'm James Sears. Airlines have been preemptively canceling flights because of worker shortages caused by the Omicron variant, and weather in the Northwest is making the situation even worse. More than 4,000 flights were canceled nationwide since Christmas Eve Friday, so when will it get better? Clint Henderson is the Point Sky senior news editor. It's anybody's guess at this point. We had very specific meltdowns earlier this year with specific airlines. This seems to be more widespread, and I'm concerned that the airlines are so thinly staffed already that this new variant is just scrambling things further. Travel experts say the CDC change recommending a five-day quarantine instead of 10 will help the industry get workers back faster. More children are going to the hospital with COVID infection than adults, a 35% jump in the past week. Doctors say most of the kids are unvaccinated and continue to show no symptoms or mild symptoms. This New Year's Eve, Dr. Anthony Fauci says to avoid large parties of 30 to 50 people where it's unknown if the guests are vaccinated, but he feels it is safe to gather with close family. President Biden says his administration did not reject a holiday testing surge. Speaking to reporters outside the White House, Biden said he was thanked by governors in a meeting about the White House response to COVID-19. They said they got all that they need. They just want to know what we think is going to happen from here. He added that the governors asked Dr. Anthony Fauci questions about what the immediate future looks like as Omicron variant cases rise across the country. Biden said there were no complaints from any governors and a lot of cooperation. Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal is urging President Biden to take executive action to pass his social spending bill. She called out Senator Joe Manchin for refusing to support the bill and says her caucus has a plan for the president to act alone. Biden has also promised that he and Manchin are going to get something done. And the domestic box office is approaching $4.4 billion this year. This according to early estimates from Comscore, which would be a 91% increase from 2020. However, it would still be down 61% from 2019's pre-pandemic numbers. Domestic earnings only reached $2.2 billion in 2020. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the NewsNationNow app. I'm James Sears. Detailed forecast today snow before 5 p.m then rain, possibly mixed with snow. High near 36. Light and variable wind becoming southeast 10 to 15 miles per hour in the morning. Winds could gust as high as 20 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 100%. Total daytime snow accumulation of 1 to 2 inches possible. Tonight rain likely, mainly before 7 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 33. Southeast wind 5 to 15 miles per hour becoming southwest after midnight. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Wednesday a 20% chance of rain after 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 41. West wind around 5 miles per hour becoming northwest in the afternoon. Wednesday night rain and snow likely before 10 p.m., then rain likely between 10 p.m. and midnight, then freezing rain likely after midnight. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 31. Northeast wind around 5 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 60%. New ice accumulation of less than a 0.1 of an inch possible. New snow accumulation of less than a half inch possible. Thursday a 10% chance of snow before 7 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 40. North wind around 5 miles per hour becoming southwest in the afternoon.
Thursday night mostly cloudy, with a low around 29. Friday partly sunny, with a high near 43. Friday night a chance of rain and snow before 8 p.m., then snow likely. Cloudy, with a low around 33. Chance of precipitation is 60%. New Year's Day snow likely before 10 a.m., then rain and snow likely between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., then rain likely after 11 a.m. Cloudy, with a high near 41. Chance of precipitation is 70%. Saturday night a chance of rain before 8 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., then a chance of snow after 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 22. Chance of precipitation is 50%. From the Black Information Network, this is the BIN Daily Update. I'm Vanessa Tyler. And I'm Mike Stevens on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. We, the jury, on the charge of manslaughter in the first degree while committing a misdemeanor, find the defendant guilty. It's a Christmas holiday first being behind bars for the white ex-Minnesota cop Kim Potter and the first Christmas without Dante Wright for the family of the black man who miss him. Potter accidentally shot when she pulled her gun instead of her taser during a traffic stop last April. With her two manslaughter convictions just before Christmas, the former veteran officer faces a maximum of 15 years in prison for the larger charge, but for someone with no criminal history, state guidelines show about six to eight and a half years behind bars. President Biden's big Build Back Better plan may turn out to be Build Back Smaller. Democrats are preparing to be flexible on the president's signature legislation. It's having difficulty passing in the Senate. Democrat Senator Ben Cardin of Maryland telling Fox News Sunday, Democrats need to move at least some of the legislation. A lot of us are going to be disappointed, but we're not going to let perfection be the enemy of getting something done. The world is mourning the loss of Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who died of cancer in Cape Town, South Africa. I am not a politician. Even if there are those who say so, I speak from the Bible. He also spoke fearlessly back in the 1980s about the injustices of the white apartheid regime. He was an activist, peacemaker, voice of the struggle, and the conscience of South Africa. Winner of the 1984 Nobel Peace Prize, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, dead at age 90. And the desire for building a better life keeps the Haitians coming, trying to get into the United States, where a better life is possible. In the last few weeks, more than 6,000 left Central America on foot, walking through Mexico, arriving in Tijuana in northern Baja, California. And as the new year looms, it is estimated another 30,000 Haitian migrants are on the way. Destination, America. President Biden is pushing back on criticism. His administration was not prepared for the holiday testing surge, which led to hours-long waits for people to be tested before holiday gatherings and a run on at-home test kits that was cleared off store shelves. Speaking to reporters outside the White House, Biden said he was thanked by governors in a meeting about the White House's response to COVID-19. They said they got all that they need. They just want to know what we think is going to happen from here. From there, the president promised more at-home test kits and the opening of federally run testing sites 
throughout the country. One Long Island, New York family refused to let COVID ruin their Christmas dinner get-together. When a relative tested positive, they came up with a creative solution. The relative ate at the table. They just encased her in a closet-sized clear plastic bubble and set her at the head of the table. She had on plastic gloves, her mask when she wasn't eating, and was able to enjoy her family, who was able to be with her just on the other side of the bubble. I'm Vanessa Tyler with Mike Stevens on your home for for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Hi, I'm Ebony Monet. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're here from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance, the global conservation organization behind the world-famous San Diego Zoo and Safari Park. And together, we're excited to announce the podcast, Amazing Wildlife. Hear incredible stories about wildlife and the global efforts to save it as we explore the connection between humans, wildlife, and the environment. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Mike Stevens. And I'm Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Structure fire, 800 East 26th Street. This story could have ended tragically. An 80-year-old black woman inside a burning home, and she didn't even know it was on fire. It's not even clear if firefighters would have gotten there in time. That's when this black neighbor and a white man who just happened to be driving past the home saw the flames, and they both sprang into action. An uh, older Caucasian guy, he stopped and got out of his car, and we were able to go bam on the neighbor's door with the porch being on fire. It did take a village to save that woman who was able to escape with no injuries. And her adult son, when he got there and found out what happened, was so happy his mother was okay, thanks to the kindness of strangers. Somebody who didn't know anyone just took an act of kindness and love to save someone's life. I want to thank them for saving my mother. It means the world to me. She's everything to me. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. The cause of the fire is being investigated. Eric Adams will be New York's next black mayor, but not the first. David Dinkins had that honor years ago, but Adams is expected to make quite an impact when he takes office. Already he has chosen African Americans for important positions. The police chief will be a black woman. The school's chancellor will be a black man. And there are other key positions he is filling with qualified people of color. His swearing-in ceremony is set for January 1st. The nation's leading infectious disease expert is urging Americans to cancel their New Year's Eve parties as COVID-19 cases surge around the nation. Dr. Anthony Fauci told CNN he strongly recommends staying away from parties where, say, 30, 40, or 50 people are celebrating because their vaccination status is not known. And if we do get together anyway, he suggests masking up and staying as far away from each other as possible. We're waiting for the receipts, but it looks like this may have been a wonderful Christmas for small black businesses nationwide. Overall, retail sales are up 8.5% over last year at this time, and those sales came from both brick-and-mortar stores and online. The hope is black companies, whether mom or pop or larger establishments, will get a bigger piece of the action. There has been more intentional support of black businesses since the death of George Floyd. The population of the city of Philadelphia is about 50% black. And many of those facing eviction, largely due to the pandemic, are African-American, too. So it's good news that the city council there has approved legislation that extends what's called the eviction diversion program through the end of 2022. 
It has become a national model for how cities, counties, and states can prevent poverty-based evictions. So far, over 38,000 households have received over $240 million in rental aid. For more on these stories and international, national, state, and local news affecting the black community, listen to the Black Information Network on the iHeartRadio app or log on to BINnews.com. I'm Mike Stevens with Vanessa Tyler on your home for 24-7 News, the Black Information Network. Could hosting on Airbnb fund your next home project? Maybe help pay for your next vacation or even save up for retirement, your college fund, your rainy day savings, or your snowy day plans? The short answer is yes. Millions of hosts earn extra income by hosting their extra space on Airbnb. So if you're wondering if hosting could be right for you, you might have a few questions. First of all, how do I start? Uh, And is it weird inviting strangers into my home? Where do I store my stuff? Is it worth it? Uh, Will it make my life more meaningful? (laughs) And so Airbnb has introduced Ask a Superhost, a new way to get free one-on-one help from Airbnb's most experienced hosts. Whether you've thought about hosting before or just starting to wonder how hosting could fit into your life, you can now learn from someone who's already hosting. Start asking at Airbnb.com slash Ask a Superhost. Your money on the Black Information Network. Democrats are preparing to be flexible on the future of Build Back Better. There is unanimity in our caucus that we want to get a bill to the president, and we are working to see what that bill will contain. Appearing on Fox News Sunday, Maryland Senator Ben Cardin could not discuss what that legislation will look like. That's a strategy decision that's being negotiated. We we are open to a way to to reach the finish line. A lot of us are going to be disappointed, but we're not going to let perfection be the enemy of getting something done. Cardin also insisted the BBB legislation was completely paid for. Well, an international agency working to vaccinate hundreds of millions of people around the world may lack the funds to do so. Politico reports officials with the U.S. Agency for International Development are concerned about vaccination efforts this coming spring because they don't have enough money to keep efforts going. The American Rescue Plan had set aside over $1.5 billion towards the effort, but U.S. officials have said it would cost at least $7 billion to get the job done. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said during a press conference days ago that the administration has the funds needed for the campaign. Money news at 24 and 54 minutes past each hour. I'm Julius White on the Black Information Network. Hi, I'm Ebony Monet. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're here from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance, the global conservation organization behind the world-famous San Diego Zoo and Safari Park. And together, we're excited to announce the podcast, Amazing Wildlife. Hear incredible stories about wildlife and the global efforts to save it as we explore the connection between humans, wildlife, and the environment. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download the BIN Daily Update every morning on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. My message to the governor is simple. If you need something, say something. Uh, We're going to have your back in any way we can. As the Omicron variant continues to surge across the country, President Joe Biden met with the nation's governors Monday to discuss ongoing response efforts. 
The White House last week laid out a new plan to tackle the variant, which includes distributing a half billion at-home tests and deploying up to a thousand troops to support overburdened hospitals. Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas urged the president to defer to states on future public health initiatives. Uh, as you look towards federal solutions that will help alleviate the challenge, make sure that we uh, do not let federal solutions stand in the way of state solutions. A Republican-led review into Wisconsin's November presidential election is pushing forward. Investigators subpoenaed five Wisconsin mayors and Megan Wolf, the state's top election official, earlier this year to provide records and testimony behind closed doors. Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call sued on behalf of Wolf to block her subpoena, arguing it's unenforceable under state and federal law. But in a court hearing last Thursday, Attorney James Bopp argued investigators have the full authority of the legislature. The legislature has plenary authority to make sure that these people administer the law properly. The judge said she'll issue a decision next month. The Biden administration has eliminated Medicaid work requirements in Georgia. The New York Times reports Georgia was the last state to have a federal waiver allowing the restrictions. In a nearly 80-page letter, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services said the pandemic and the Omicron surge in particular made the work requirements, quote, infeasible under the current circumstances, unquote. A group of environmental activists is pushing the president to expand protections for Chaco Culture National Historical Park in New Mexico, which includes sacred sites for some Native American tribes. The administration last month took temporary steps to preserve the lands around the park from oil and gas drilling and refining. Max Trujillo, New Mexico senior field coordinator for the group Hispanics Enjoying Camping, Hunting, and the Outdoors, wants the administration to make those temporary protections permanent. Activism has grown to protect the community, and we've seen indigenous Native American activism become such a resilient force, not only in the community, but across the country and across the world. More than 1,000 U.S. flights were canceled Monday, the latest in a wave of holiday travel disruptions caused by the Omicron variant. Approximately 3,500 flights into or out of the nation were delayed. I'm Jonah Chester for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Roz Brown contributed reporting. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Benji Hire. U.S. health officials have halved the recommended isolation time for people with COVID-19 who are asymptomatic from 10 days to 5 days. The Centers for Disease Control says most transmission happen in the two days before and the three days after symptoms develop. Washington hopes this measure can alleviate disruptions caused by staff shortages. France has announced a series of restrictions to curb the spread of coronavirus there. From next month, anybody wanting to use the country's COVID-19 health pass, which is required to enter restaurants, cinemas and other public venues, will need to be fully vaccinated. A negative test result will not suffice. Also, remote working is being made compulsory, masks are required outdoors in city centres and there'll be limits to the numbers able to attend major gatherings. Yet a curfew, a proposal mooted in recent days, has not been announced. It's a story unfolding across much of the continent. Germany, Holland, Austria, Belgium, all imposing closures, curfews or other constraints to tackle this virus two years after it was first discovered. Britain's Prime Minister, meanwhile, has so far resisted such changes for England, despite other UK nations imposing tighter rules. 
India has widened its vaccination policy to include children aged 15 to 18, as well as rolling out booster shots for frontline workers and those above the age of 60 with comorbidities. Ishan Garg reports from New Delhi. Several states, including the capital, have already imposed restrictions such as night curfews and a ban on public gatherings. But officials say ramping up vaccination is still the country's best shot against COVID-19. Only two-thirds of the country's adults are fully vaccinated, but officials have now allowed booster shots for the most vulnerable. They hope to expand vaccination to children between the age of 7 and 15 soon, especially as two vaccines have been granted approval for use in children. Officials also hope to have a nasal vaccine and a DNA vaccine approved for use soon. It's expected that these will help ramp up vaccination numbers drastically. And Russia and the United States will hold security talks on January 10th amid tensions with Ukraine and demands from Russia over NATO expansion. Julia Chapman has more details from Moscow. The new year will bring a flurry of diplomatic efforts to reach a rapprochement with Russia over security concerns. The West accuses Moscow of a substantial military build-up around Ukraine. Amid rising tensions, Russia issued a series of demands about NATO's presence in Europe. It wants the military bloc to promise not to expand eastwards and to limit military activity in countries bordering Russia. In the second week of January, Russian negotiators will meet with US, NATO and European counterparts to put forward its demands in person. Officials say Moscow's concerns will be heard, but the two sides are coming from drastically different positions. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. The year 2021 interview. Here are some of the people that died in 2021. So famous people. Although there's probably pretty more than what I'm naming. Larry King, Dustin Diamond, DMX, Cicely Tyson, Hank Aaron, Ed Asher, Michael Constantine, Richard Donner, Desmond Tutu, Willie Garzon, Dusty Hill, Young Dolph, Beverly Clearly, Charlie Watts, George Segal, Secretary of State Colin Powell, and James Michael Tyler. Some of the events that happened in 2021 were U.S. Capitol riots, the inauguration of Biden and Harris, U.S. military withdrawal, Juneteenth becomes a federal holiday, the Olympics were held in Tokyo, there are mass shootings in Atlanta and Boulder, the condominium collapse in Florida, Hurricane Ida, Memphis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty, Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted, Nasser Robert lands on Mars, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won a Super Bowl. In the summer, we had the Delta variant. In the winter months, we have the Omicron variant. Some believe that the Grinch made an attack on Christmas Eve, where a lot of people were found to be positive right for the holidays. There was a lot of shootings and killings throughout the year. There was, in November, there was a shooting at Oxford High School, which weeks following, days following, there was a lot of teenagers, young people and adults, who decided to call in bomb threats it was believed to be started on TikTok, although TikTok denied it. 
there was a lot of events and people that died in 2021. Take care of yourself. Do what you need to keep yourself safe in the upcoming year of 2022. As we approach the year of 2022, let us take the time to figure out what we need to do next year to have a better year. There will still be debate as we go into 2022 on whether or not we wear masks or not, whether or not we want to be vaccinated or not, but it is clearly up to you on what you do to keep you and your family safe. Let us learn to be kind to the retail workers, the hospital staff, the people who are learning to protect and serve, trying to keep us safe. As year 2021 was stressful enough, what can you do to make the year 2022 better for you? As we approach the last few days of 2021, find something fun to do. Take a little break and relax a little. Learn to have some fun. Find ways to be with your family and friends in a way that you need to be. There's a lot of things we can do to have fun this week. Maybe it's baking cookies with friends and family. Throwing a New Year's Eve party with friends and family. Maybe it's crafts, journal, making cards for somebody. There's a lot of fun things that we can do the the to bring out the year 2021 and to start a new year in 2022. Happy New Year. Take care and stay safe. See you next year in the year 2022.